They learned that song on Tuesday night. So, so the, thank you, thank you, thank you. Indeed, Mary, don't weep as one without hope because we serve a God that will break the yoke of all oppression. The freedom experienced in coming out can be costly. As we enter today's scripture, we tend to think of it as, well, if you're familiar with the story, as Lazarus's coming out story, or the raising of Lazarus. But as I studied the text and I wrestled with it, and I sat and became saturated in it, it became clearer and clearer to me that it's not only Lazarus's coming out, but the coming out story of Jesus. And Ours, as followers of Jesus. You see, today's story actually begins in chapter 10. Jesus and the disciples were in Jerusalem at the temple, and they were celebrating the festival of dedication. That's the festival that we call Hanukkah. Now, while at the temple, Jesus and the disciples were surrounded by a group of people who did not have their best intent at heart. They gathered around Jesus with stones in hand, and they asked him, are you the Messiah? Well, I don't know about you, but I have been in one of those type circles. I call it a coming out circle, and it was the exact same question, just slightly different wording. Who are you? I know I weighed the cost of telling my whole truth before answering because I knew that if I told my truth, I may not make it out of that coming, their coming out circle unscathed. Perhaps one of you can relate to my story. But Jesus responded, I've told you who I am, as well as shown you through the work that I have done whose I am. I will tell you plainly as you request, I am the Son of God. Scripture tells us that this mob grew enraged and tried to stone Jesus, but he was able to get away and go safely across the Jordan River. On October 20, on October 15th, 21-year-old Zella Ziona wasn't as lucky. She didn't make it safely to the other side. She became the 21st trans person murdered in the U.S. in 2015. She was found shot to death near a parking lot between two Montgomery County, Maryland shopping centers. Police documents indicate that her murderer, whose name I shall not speak, shot and killed Ziona after she was acting flamboyantly towards him, and this greatly embarrassed him with his peers. She was living her truth, refusing to be bound by someone else's fear. 
Ziona's friend, Jasmine Black, said she just wanted to embrace her life. Black shared that Ziona had only begun to identify openly as her true self over the last few months of her life. In coming out, Jesus was now a true danger to the power authorities in Jerusalem. He was healing in God's name and teaching and preaching a radical message of equality and justice. The scribes and the Pharisees knew that Jesus' message and ministry would bring the wrath of Rome. And they might lose their livelihood. And they also knew that they might lose their very life as well. They decided that Jesus had to be stopped. His truth had to be bound. It had to be bandaged and covered up. Keisha Jenkins, 22, was murdered in the early hours of October 6th in Philadelphia. Jenkins was attacked by five or six men. She was beaten first by her attackers and then shot by one of them as she fell next to her vehicle. Investigators are considering the possibility that Keisha's transgender identity played a role in the attack. While Jesus and the disciples were across the Jordan, Lazarus, the brother of Mary and Martha, became ill. The sister sent word to Jesus, who was just a day's journey away, that they needed him to come back so that he could heal Lazarus. There was no doubt in their mind that with the sisters that if Jesus heard the news that Lazarus was ill, he would immediately return to Bethany. They were in need of a blessing, and they needed that blessing right away. They had faith that Jesus would be able to heal their brother Lazarus. In Jordan, Jesus was transitioning. No longer would he deny who he was or tell his disciples and the people that he healed to be quiet. His disciples, after receiving the news about Lazarus, cautioned Jesus. The temple authorities are looking for you. They will stone you to death if they find you. They ask, why? Why are you going back? Jesus responded, I will live my truth and God will be glorified. In the early morning hours of March 7th, Keisha Blige, a 33-year-old transgender woman, was driving a friend in her car in Aurora, Illinois, when several shots rang out. One shot hit her in the shoulder, and though she attempted to drive herself to the hospital, she eventually lost control and slammed into the back of a jeep. She was pronounced dead 
on arrival at the Aurora Hospital. It was 2.58 a.m. It was reported that Keisha was transitioning and had recently begun hormone therapy. Just as Mary and Martha sent their request off to Jesus, their brother Lazarus died. The local rabbi came and offered prayers. The morning party prepared his body for burial. They washed Lazarus and applied spices and oils. They wrapped him in bandages and they carried him to the tomb and laid him there. They sealed the tomb with a, t- a stone. And then they went home and began to sit Shiva the seven days of mourning. They offered the mourner's Kaddish, the mourner's prayer. Tamara Dominguez, 36, of Kansas City, Missouri, was seen by witnesses stepping out of a black Chevrolet avalanche on Saturday, August 15, at 3 a.m. Police said the male driver then struck her repeatedly with his car. Can you imagine what Mary and Martha could be thinking or feeling? It's been four days since Lazarus has died. He must be stinking in his grave. But the one who could have healed him, the one who could have saved him, the one that they needed to grant a blessing, the one whom they called Rabbi and Savior and Lord, had not yet come. And now, it was too late. Friends and family held a candlelight vigil for Candace Capri when she was shot to death outside a Phoenix apartment complex on August 11th. Candace had recently begun living as a transgender woman. On the fourth day, word came to Mary and Martha that Jesus was coming. He had been sighted somewhere along the 19 miles between Bethany and the Jordan. Martha ran out to him shouting, Jesus, if you would have been here! She says, but even now, I believe that whatever you ask God, God will grant for you are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God who has come into this world to save it. Martha's faith allowed her to look past her current circumstances and to believe that a blessing was still to be born. That life could be snatched from the jaws of death. Ashton O'Hare and Amber Monroe, transgender women who were murdered in Detroit, O'Hara was stabbed to death. And Monroe was observed leaving a vehicle when someone inside it fired a shot into the back of her head. Jesus weeps. He weeps. 
And he offers Martha and Mary, and I believe us, a glimpse into the very heart of God. Jesus shows us that God, too, feels the pain that we feel and weeps at every human tragedy. Shade Schuler, 22, was found in a vacant field in Dallas, Texas, in late July. It took two, the police two weeks to identify her remains. The African-American transgender woman had been shot to death on July 29th, and it, she was the 13th trans person who was murdered in 2015. Jesus went to the tomb and cried out, Lazarus, come out! Jesus commands that the crowd loose Lazarus from his bandages, from the bounds that held him hostage, and to set him free. Casey Haggard, 66, a transgender woman, was fatally stabbed in the early morning hours of July 23rd. Video surveillance show the former security guard walking down the streets of Fresno, California, just before 2 a.m., when a light-colored suburban pulled up to the curb and the passenger slashed her throat. Casey had been living as herself for exactly four months. And raising Lazarus, from the dead. But in the very shadow of Jerusalem, Jesus knew he was coming out to the authorities. And he knew that it would be costly. Yet now is the time for him to come out. He could no longer live as who he was not. India Clark a 25-year-old African-American transgender woman was found beaten to death July 2nd outside of Tampa, Florida's University Area Community Center. It said that she died from blunt forced trauma to her upper body. This chapter ends with the temple authorities plotting to kill Jesus. Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, said, you do not realize that it is better for one person to die for the people than the whole nation to perish. As followers of the Messiah, we must come out as people of faith who believe our ministry is to love God and to love our neighbors as ourselves. I have to be honest with you. Caiaphas' statement sounds a lot like the rhetoric that I have been hearing recently about bathrooms. It is costly for our siblings to live life as themselves. And I believe that it is our charge to loose bandages and to set people free. I encourage you, if you have not yet voted, please do so. Talk to a family member, talk to a friend who may not have been planning to vote and take them with you to the polls. 
The church is sometimes called upon to engage in dangerous activity, to cause holy trouble, whether it is speaking out on issues of injustice or providing theological clarity about the church's purpose in a culture that craves conformity. As we acknowledge All Saints Day, and as we look towards Transgender Day of Remembrance, we have an opportunity to loose those held captive by fear and hate. Yes, it may be costly to come out as a person of faith who advocates for those who are on the very margins of our society, but it is our call. And we must answer as followers Christ. Take this opportunity to witness your faith. Amen.